Hello and welcome to the pod. My name is Kayleen. And I'm Anna. And we're Entrequeers, a podcast by two gay idiots learning how to own and operate their own businesses in the midst of end stage capitalism. Reporting both of us from New Orleans. Yeah, from the very same room. Mm -hmm. One of those rare real time podcast apps. I feel like it isn't that rare. It happens enough. It happens maybe once a season. Mm hmm. Yeah. Sometimes twice if we batch them. I know. So here I am. I, I can never stay far away for too long. And, nope. Um, today is the the retreat planning episode. That's yeah. We do. know y'all love a behind the scenes app. Like one of our more popular ones was when we go like behind the scenes of producing a podcast episode. Um, and we thought it'd be kind of fun to do a behind the scenes of planning a retreat. Which is something that neither of us have done before, but both have relevant experience in and are both pretty excited about the concept of an entrepreneur's retreat. Yeah. So we built a fire yesterday in yeah. the backyard. And if you remember from last episode, I, I read out my J- July field guide. Uh huh. And we had a friend of the pod come over yesterday and like I gave her the list and she read me to filth. Yeah, she read each and every item and then mentioned whether it was checked or not. Readers, I want you to know that we are uh, barely a week into July. Uh, and I, the There's only plenty things, of July left. The only things I've had crossed off was like, let your intuition surprise you, which uh-huh. obviously, and take naps. <laughs> Those are great things to accomplish. And I thought yesterday I was going to get two crossed off make out date but if, if, if anybody's been dating um you know it's a shit show out there so neither of those things happened yesterday but, but <laughs> we did cross off something else which was we built a fire in my backyard yeah and i'm listen i'm here to help <laughs> <laughs> yeah we had to get something crossed off that list oh yeah kayleen was like i'll take you on a date and i was like kayleen it doesn't count like I, I know and she's making a pouty face right now but it's true i it needs to be like a romance partner i could be a romance partner i could be a romance partner <laughs> uh but instead we built a bonfire and we were kind of like making a joke about how building a bonfire is kind of like building a business yeah but it, then it's the metaphor is is good it's a good metaphor. it's a solid solid metaphor take a surrogate kayleen yeah so i mean okay the the base steps of building a fire is like you need like three different types of things to burn you need like uh the stuff that's gonna go up fast like uh newspaper lint a fire starter kindling and then you need the the kindling, oh. which are the sticks, which don't light quite as fast, but catch um, a little easier than the third thing you need, which is the logs, which is going to keep the fire going for a long time, but takes quite a while to really get going. So that really is like about a really a great metaphor for what it's like to own a business is like and and start a passion project, really is you have these things that are like really exciting flashes of inspiration um but they can't sustain you on their own the whole way through you need things that are going to feed your fire and keep it going 
And you also, one of the things we were joking about is like, I'm sure anyone who's had a fire knows that there are times where everything's going and then all of a sudden the flames go out and you're like, oh no. And it just starts smoking a lot. And it's, and then you shift a few little things um, yeah, because like move a log because maybe the log maybe one log's been smothering another and then all of a sudden the airflow catches and you've got a bright fire again so it's like in what ways are you smothering yourself um to prevent like good flow mm-hmm. um and in what ways are you like do you need to maybe adjust things slightly in order to get your to stoke your fires back yeah because it's also worth noting that a lot of times like once you have a fire going you very rarely need to relight it right you normally just need to like add kindling or you can just blow on it yeah you can like move it maybe a log is up and it needs to be down you just put it down and then you blow on it and then you have a flame. maybe you na- need to add a little bit more kindling so that like there's something to kind of like keep it go like keep the flame going for a little longer while the logs like Re- like relight um but yeah very rarely do you need to like bring the lighter back out again you just need to adjust some things and figure out what's feeding the fire and if that needs to change at all yeah, and it's also a very interesting analogy especially with a lot of talk of like burnout yeah because that's like you know when the fire goes out and it's just smoking and you're yeah. just like oh, okay i need like a flame i need it to get going and um if you can build a sustainable fire, you can have a very strong fire and not have it be that big. Right. Mm-hmm. It just, does not need to be a huge a huge fire to be a good fire. Mm-hmm. It needs to be steady. Mm-hmm. Yep. And have something to feed off of and, like, really have, like, a foundation that can burn its way to the top. Right. So. Yeah. There we go. Um, yeah. One of my big things that I did this year was like I, for the first time I went camping on my own and my big thing was like I want to make I want to be the person who tends the fire because you know, all my life I've just had like I've been camping plenty of times. I've been a part of campfires many times, but there's always been like someone around who knows more and takes charge and does that. And that was one of the things that like I really wanted to do when I went on my solo camping trip was like m- make and sustain my own fire all by myself and i did it and it felt fucking great so if you ever get an opportunity to like build a fire i think you can learn a lot from the process yeah it's fun it's also like a very it's meditative as well i think Mm -hmm. it's a very potent element too that you don't really get to deal with a lot yeah fire is very hungry Mm -hmm. and it's you have to be like attentive but, I mean, it's kind of – I mean, I'm not going to say it's hard to, like, burn down X, Y, and Z. But, like, it's not as easy as they make it seem, no. you know. You have Especially- to be attentive, but not – you can't – like I said, you can't smother it. Like, you can't – you've got to be really careful in how you tend to a fire in order to keep it going. Yeah. Um, shall we hop on into tarot time? Yes. Tarot time. So I want to talk about the cards we pulled for today. Yeah, of course, as usual, we get together and we pull a card for, you know, every question that pops into our heads. <laughs> and we pulled some cards for today. And... Yeah, we were trying to figure out of the days that Anna's here, what would be the best days to do planning? What would be the de- best days to have fun? Like, what? how should we plan our, our time? 
time together. And we did, we pulled, it was like, so today is Sunday, which is normal. We usually record on a Sunday and I was like, okay, let's, should we do Saturday or Sunday? And for Saturday it was King of Swords, which is really funny because we definitely had a King of Swords moment yesterday where our sword should have been more kinging. Yeah, we should have kept our swords sheathed a little bit. Yeah. They were out. And we were not mastering them. <laughs> we were sloppy swords. We were sloppy short, short play and people got hurt. <laughs> and today was Knight of Wands. Yeah, so. we were like, Knight of Wands seems like better planning mm-hmm. and inspiration energy. And then this morning, Kayleen pulled Ten of Pentacles, which is very, like, foundational, uh-huh. sturdy. And then I pulled... King of Pentacles and Queen of Wands, right. which Keelan's always the Queen of Wands. Show, Queen of Wands always shows up in my like planning and coordination work, so I think that's a very good card to have. So here's a pot. Here's a card for the episode: The Fool. Oh wow! Great, we're really at the beginning stages, and anything is possible. That's really beautiful. Yeah, right after the Two of Cups. Right after the Two of Cups, we just did we do that? Is that the second time that's happened? The fool? Yeah, the fool after the two of cups. We've I feel like we've had the fool after the tower before. Ah, well that makes sense. Yeah, I we've definitely had the fool before. The fool is not a stranger to this podcast. We this podcast definitely has fool energy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, so you of course if you've like listened before you know that like the fool is about the enthusiasm of being a beginner and knowing um yeah, like what can you do if you, if uh, you're not preoccupied with the consequences? Yeah. Or the potential consequences, you know? I also want to point out that when this comes out, I think like a few days after, we're going to have a nodal shift uh-huh. from right now we're in the North Node is in Taurus. And then it's going to be going into Aries. Which is very much fool energy. Yeah, like Aries Baby. is the fool card. And then for like the North Node, it's very much like life purpose. What are you here to do? I feel like sometimes the North Node can be kind of dramatic, but it doesn't. I don't know if it needs to be that dramatic. It's just like. I think of it as kind of like the North Star, like what guides mm-hmm. you, what guides you home. Mm-hmm. And I think that the fool definitely is taking away any serious from that that seriousness from that yeah like, don't get too precious about it have yeah fun. like it's okay you don't have to listen to like the pressure that other people are giving you to like the fool doesn't give a fuck no the fool's on its own journey mm-hmm. and it decides its own path mm-hmm. the fool really doesn't like, it's just there with, to people with him and his them. dog you know yeah. and like um usually like a fucking what is it the stick with the bandana yeah yeah Travel light, too. I gunny, think is it a gunny sack? I think that's maybe yeah. is that what it's called. I feel like minimalism is definitely big fool energy because the less baggage you have, right? The fool has maybe three items to Yeah, name. the swifter you'll be able to move. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely, like, the energy of the fool. Is I feel like I embody the fool a lot. Yeah. Um, very quick, kind of stupid sometimes, but it's just like you're traveling so light. Um, Not afraid to start. Mm-hmm. And traveling so light, it's, like, really easy to pivot. You're not, like, loading up a U-Haul every time. You just, like, literally have a backpack. And you're yeah. like, all right, let's, let's go. Let's see what happens. Let's fuck it up. Or maybe let's not, you know. I feel like the fool 
is also like one of my mantras. And I think it's also very the fool. If anybody's going to drive this car into a ditch, it's going to be me. Right. Like, <laughs> you're... Yeah, shit may, be go- shit may get weird, but at least I'll be in charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's my bad decisions, right? Yeah. Which is, I think is really freeing. Yeah, you're not stuck in the passenger seat of anybody else's. Yeah, I feel like that is... That's empowerment right mm-hmm. there. And then I think also coming off of Two of Cups two two of cups and the moon it's very much like maybe some like a new relationship is happening a new friendship a new project something new with another person as well yeah and but i also think that the floor reminds us to um keep don't not to lose ourselves in that either but to maintain our own sense of autonomy and self Mm -hmm. um even when you are merging with another Mm -hmm. yeah that's a good one. Yeah. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm digging that energy for the day. Yeah. We need to have a lot of fool. Yeah, we're going to go into the French Quarter later, so. Love the fool. I'm, like, kind of interested in getting, like, a tarot reading from, like, a Jackson Square person. Interesting. I've never done that before. Neither have I. I, I mean, I'm sure it's, I don't know. I'm just curious. Yeah. I'm just putting that out there. Okay. We'll see what happens. But we'll see where the day takes us. So that leads us into our main dish and this is going to be set the table we are serving the main dish yeah two parts yes so much like our disney episode where we kind of like checked in over the process of recording an episode we're going to do that today to really give a behind the scenes so what we want to talk about now before we have actually started the deep planning is what we have, like what mm-hmm. we've thought of so far, and what we hope to talk about and accomplish and decide today and how we plan to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we will check in later at the end of the day or maybe sometime tomorrow with an update on what we actually were able to accomplish and what happened. And, of course, as always, we leave room for surprises and Mm -hmm. maybe what surprised us. Yeah. So let's start with what we already know. Yeah. So the retreat has been, I mean, we probably started talking about a retreat at, like, season two. Yeah. Like, this has always been on the Wouldn't radar. it be cool to get people in person in the yeah. same room? Yeah. So, it, it has been here for a while. And then I, of course, like, woke up from sleeping and was just like, it's time. And so then I called Kayleen and I was like, where are you at? And she's like, okay. I'm like, I'm really busy all the time. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, Anna's really been motoring this. <laughs> yeah, the stars have been aligning, but also Keelene is an event planner, so this is like very much her yes. wheelhouse. Um, so we had a call, gosh, we had a call like right before the solstice. Yes. So when did we ask people to? We like polled folks. Maybe yeah. Like so a month you were ago? basically like, basically as soon as you like were like yo this needs to happen and we need to have it happen like within the next this needs to be a thing that we're planning on in the next year um uh you started immediately pulling instagram Mm -hmm. to be like is anyone even interested in this um at all and we got a lot of responses we got Mm -hmm. like 
upwards of 40 responses, Mm -hmm. which um, is pretty great, uh, considering people don't really interact much (laughs) on the internet. Um, And then he started asking more granular questions, like what time of year people would like, Mm -hmm. what what dates. Did you ask people about budget or... Um, yeah, and like, and so we kind of have an idea of what people, like when people are interested in coming. Um, and so with that information, we had kind of like a loose brainstorming session where we looked at potential dates and weekends. We know that we want this to be a four day thing, mm-hmm. Thursday through Sunday, mm-hmm. um, with the gathering on Thursday evening and breaking on Sunday morning. So really two full days of content with the, but the actual like togetherness being four days, Mm -hmm. Um, which, and we know we want it to be in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, so we had the call to kind of like talk about like rough programming, what kind of stuff we like the vibe was going to be like apocalypse magic uh-huh um what role new orleans is gonna play in that and we had this like a maybe like a month before the solstice because i remember we did all of our like podcast episode planning and then like i think maybe like a week or so before the solstice yeah we, we recorded right before the solstice so mm-hmm. usually before we start a new season, like a week or two before we get together, and like, what do we want to talk about this season? Yeah, and I think we bundled the planning for the podcast and the planning for the retreat into one call. So what we have now is like, um, I also have some friends who like literally live at retreat centers, yeah. so that's been very very helpful of like what you need because it's always like not stuff that you expect, right? Like. What he was saying is just like, okay, coffee. Yeah, coffee is huge. People need to be caffeinated. And then also like what meals are important. Right. And he really stressed lunch because yeah. that's when we're like doing the work and doing all of these different And that's like, also when workshops. people's energy start to dip mm-hmm. and like, yeah. And then also snacks. Yes. Um. So like those three things, um, we're just kind of like figuring it out. And then also – I think we might get some help there. I'm sure um, contract wise too of yeah. like what those should look like because contracts are kind of like if you don't, you can hire a lawyer, but also I think it's really helpful to look at other people's contracts. Yeah, and I mean and I have boilerplate contracts for a variety of different vendor relationships. So yeah, so I don't know. Maybe that's a fun little business hack. Yeah, um, like share. Con- I've definitely sent my contract oh, I, to people. I definitely share contracts all the time. To- like. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I I really don't think that should that's be there's, kept. yeah. There's yeah. nothing worth gatekeeping. I mean, obviously, of course, like it's good to have legal counsel look over your own personal contracts before you start um, creating business. But when you're in the sourcing and the planning and the ideation phase, like looking at what other people have done before you, so you don't have to reinvent the wheel, mm-hmm. is super super valuable. Um, we also talked about help um Mm -hmm. like a shuttle like what like a gopher yeah like um yeah who we can who we can hire who can be support for the weekend um so that we can be hosts and not necessarily hosts and facilitators and not necessarily worry about things like 
cleaning up the space or how we're getting from one place to another or, Mm -hmm. you know, like how can we utilize like the connections we have in town to um, make sure that like we have some people on retainer who are just there to like support us that weekend. And then we also did like a brief idea of like workshops of things that we would like to host, things for other people to host. I think we have like, man, I have like eight workshop ideas here. Yeah. Which is really excited. We also talked about gift bags, which uh-huh. I'm also gift really Gift bags excited. and sponsorships. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then just like events throughout the city uh, also. And that will depend. One of the weekends is like Halloween weekend. But even like the weekend before Halloween, it's still going to be very like mm-hmm. New Orleans does Halloween for like and a, And a New Orleans does festivals. Like mm-hmm. we're looking at the fall um and usually as soon as the weather gets nicer, New Orleans come outside. Mm-hmm. So there will be – and this is the other thing, too, that I feel like I – from my perspective in wedding planning and what I try to enforce to my clients is when you have a destination wedding in New Orleans – you really can't micromanage people's agendas too much because a lot of people will plan their vacation around coming here. Like they look, they will do their own thing because there's a lot of things in New Orleans that people want to do when mm-hmm. they're here. So it's important to have like space to, to explore. space to explore and downtime so that people can cross things off their lists. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, we can support that in different ways, but we don't have to worry too much about making sure that people are entertained the entire time they're here. Mm-hmm. It's just, the city does that itself. Yeah. New Orleans, it's like one of the kind of places it's like if you can't like I went on a walk yesterday and I saw a butt plug on the ground. Right. Like you will make your own fun. Like <laughs> New Orleans is its own character, which we've yeah. talked about a lot and like. I think we also want to make space for, like, New Orleans to do her thing. Yeah. And flirt or – you know what I mean? It's very much, like – I feel like people talk about plant medicine. Like, you'll get what you need out of it, but I literally feel that way about New Orleans. Yeah. Like, you'll get what you need. Yep. Um, If you need a reality check, you'll get that. If you need a bunch of fucking fun, you'll get that. Uh Like, And you'll also – it's very good about, like – giving back what you give to you receive what you give like if you just come here to take 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 it's you're gonna get your ass kicked right you need to come yeah i mean you can make some amazing connections in this city Mm -hmm. amazing just by walking down the street yeah because it's a very like certain it's a particular kind of person that comes here and that's one of the reasons why i thought it was kind of important for me to come here and like plan this because i yeah we had to do this in person want new orleans to be a part of it yeah um because if you try to have her not you know she's gonna force her way in mm-hmm. yeah so also like leaving space for that yeah. so things that we want to talk about um we w- definitely get like dates yeah our goals for today are to have the dates decided i would like to have a budget mm-hmm. um and i think for me we we haven't talked about this. this is, I think for me, I would be helpful if we had maybe like two or three budgets based on number of attendees. Yeah. Um, yeah that so that sense. we know how much to charge based on headcount, mm-hmm. kind of. Like, 
um, based on our desired headcount. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things we're also going to do today is to brainstorm who our dream attendees are going to be. Like, mm-hmm. who is the type of person who would get the most out of this retreat and mm-hmm. whose energy we want feeding into it. Um, I don't think we're going to get too deep into, like, fine detail logistics because that that's just not practical at this point mm-hmm. in the phase. But maybe brainstorm um, some vendors and sponsors we want to work with uh, as well as kind of nail down the workshop itinerary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And leave room for surprises. Yeah. Um, and I think like with the, like the sponsorship, right? Like that could just be like a text if you know somebody or like an email. Yeah. Of, like, cause I know I really like to include y'all with like the pitch process. Um, yeah. cause some people don't even know, like if you're not in the sponsorship world, you don't really know like what's possible, but you can just ask right. for a sponsorship and then they give you things. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's pretty much like that. And then if you have, like, a, a, a decent enough pitch, right, and we're just like, hey, we're holding a retreat for gay business owners. Yeah. We, the queer community. Um, we would love your support um, if you were able to. And then you also have to ask for what you want to. Right. Um, that's the biggest part because you just need to make things as easy as possible for people. So we were talking about like for coffee, like, okay, getting a PJ sponsorship, like, yeah. Okay. Can we would like, you know, coffee for this amount. And like, I may, this is more your wheelhouse, mm-hmm. but like, are we asking for how much, you know what I mean? Or like, ideally, um, because if you give people a, a base amount that you just don't want, you're already asking for something. You don't, want to ask for what you're asking for does that make sense like you also don't want to ask for something half-assed and make the person you're asking do the back end work exactly like you don't yeah you're, you, you want to be as like simple as possible yo we're gonna have 10 people in town for uh four days we need coffee service on three of them what can is it possible for you to donate mm-hmm. coffee for 10 three days in a row and we'll handle um the pickup mm-hmm. and set up Mm-hmm. And then they could get, I mean. And I in exchange, yeah. we will like feature you, you know, your logo on our website. We will shout you out on our podcast. Mm-hmm. We will make sure that you are like listed yeah. as a sponsor for this. It's retreat. a big thing with film too. Like yeah. asking for craft services, um, like asking for donations, asking for even like venues. Like we talked yeah. about that. Like, do we know anybody with a mansion here? Right. Like uh, you just kind of got the, the, the thing with entrepreneurship or hosting something or throwing something is just like, what questions can you ask? Like, yeah, what I think, doors can we see? Yeah, that- part of the budget also is like compensation. Like, how are we going to compensate the people who facilitate workshops? Mm-hmm. Um, how are we going to compensate the people who are helping? And I think we both believe in paying people for their work. Yeah. But I also think that the retreat in itself is valuable. And so doing a combination of compensation with trade is probably like a good route to go because I think the people who will present at this workshop will get a lot out of the other mm-hmm. workshops. So it's like thinking about how we want to structure that um, and also having some flexibility and knowing that like different people we approach might have different standards and expectations and us knowing 
like what we can offer based on people's responses um, is very helpful to decide ahead of time instead of mm-hmm. re- reactively mm-hmm. when we're in those conversations. Um, so we're also going to put together an application of how – like different questions for people and then we're also – Like for have- people who want to attend, you're – you're not just going to be able to sign up. You're going to have to apply to attend. We want to make sure that the right people are coming. Mm-hmm. And then also like a um, payment plan yeah. too. So I think today I would also like to have a timeline of like when are – because we're planning on doing a pre-sale and uh-huh. then a sale sale. Yeah. And like what the differences between those two look like. Yeah. And then how – what are those dates – and you know i want to give people enough time to plan um but also you know i'm definitely not a very big plan ahead of time kind of person so that's kind of like my dream i don't expect my the dream attendees there is definitely a touch of spontaneity in there as well yes um so making space for both and then also we started doing this yesterday the promo photos and the branding yeah so like we're talking about like, do we want a sales page for the pre-sale or is that just for the sales sale? Like how um, – because I'm getting, like, DMs, like, pretty regularly about people saying, like, they're excited. So I think the seats – and and I, I think we've pretty much decided that for our first retreat, we do want to keep it small and, like, cap it at 10. Yeah. Um, so how much should we do? And that's where we're going to kind of lean into – our our third point how we get there and like we're definitely going to be leaning on our guides for some of this stuff um i also want to talk about like the structure of the day because we kind of changed that a little bit yeah um because i came here because i wanted to channel in person we have like a fucking altar going we had we did this really heady um ritual yesterday so like it is ripe the the energy is is very ripe and so we were planning, I think initially on channeling, going to the um, Crescent City Conjure, which is like a, a cold store, and then going to play planning. But I switched it up. Yeah. And we're going to plan. We're going to do the podcast right now, this uh-huh. part. Then we're going to plan. We're going to go to a third space. We're going to go to a yeah. coffee shop so that we can be like out of the familiar and just mm-hmm. do some deep focus planning and brainstorming in a different environment. And then we're going to go visit the occult shop. And then we're going to come back here and we're going to channel on what we planned. Yeah. Because I think that I think that might be easier because sometimes when we channel, it can be like, uh. But, like, if we've already done the work, I think yeah. the gods want to also know. Yeah, sometimes when we don't have um, – good questions uh, we don't get good answers. we don't get good answers so <laughs> we get very sassy answers yes they're like i don't know eat more garlic <laughs> okay then all right um we also have written down we're gonna do some tarot about different things oh yeah i mean we're bringing the tarot deck and we'll probably consult it every time we have a question <laughs> yeah it's just like me and kayleen have such a relationship um like that where it's just not wrong right you know like it's 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 very obvious a lot of times and it's just like okay we know what yes and no means when we pull a card Uh uh-huh definitely when we're together yeah and i i wouldn't say that 
either well I can kind of be like this but when we're together we're just like okay on to the next one you know yeah. um we're not like All no right. what's a clarifier we're not like pulling 18 no. clarifiers yeah no we're like oh okay well change no I guess yeah. we're gonna take a left all right yeah and then um we also have math we're just gonna do some good old-fashioned math uh-huh <laughs> I'm probably gonna start an excel spreadsheet oh wow that's that's <laughs> I uh I don't do that and then the last one we have is go with the gut. Yep. So we kind of have our work cut out for us today, um, but we do have a plan. We have a beautiful outline and we have a foundation to build it on. Um, so we're going to come back at the end of the day or tomorrow and kind of catch y'all up on what we did. We'll share what we can share. Yeah, we'll share what we we'll can share. We'll definitely share what we accomplished and then we'll share details on what we can Mm -hmm. and when we'll be able to share more yeah also people have been dming me ideas for different things to do at the retreat and like i love that please yeah please and Um, also like if you um are in new orleans or have connections to new orleans and you think that there are like places we should be or sponsors we should reach out to or people we should work with to make this happen then definitely like let us know and connect us with those people. Yeah. We're really excited. And it is taking form yeah. from the ether into – how does it go? It's like idea, then you say it out loud, then you write a list, and then you like – Yeah. The more people you say it to, the more – And we are back. Yeah. It's the next, next morning. morning. It is uh, the day after our big planning day. Um, where do we want to start? Do we want to start with what worked or what didn't? Or what we accomplished and what, or what yeah let's talk about how like the process or the what the day looked like so we went and we went to a coffee shop after mm-hmm. we finished recording the first segment of the podcast you just listened to pretty much almost immediately after we got there it started pouring sideways rain. and there was like this weird like the aftermath of like a morning Sunday morning writers group there that had like taken over the big family style table. We were riffing with them. They, they yeah, but they weren't they riffing don't, back. They weren't. They didn't know, but we were heavily. Well, it was impossible not to eavesdrop. They were very loud, um, and pretentious, and we took a lot of energy from from that whole dynamic There's as one they point were stuck they said, there during the rainstorm. Yeah, they said. Who would take the fire side in that situation? And we both looked at each other like, like, oh my God, who would like, do that? We have no context, but I immediately do. <laughs> I immediately am. Burn it down. Um, so that was very, we got a lot of like the logistical stuff. Yeah, we did. I would say probably like at least two or three hours of just dedicated mm-hmm. hashing it out. Um we had yeah, Kayleen did like an Excel spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. We put we together did some hard what math. Yeah, we put together budgets of what it would look like with um, different numbers of attendees, like a small group, a mid-sized group, a large group. And then we did. Um, oh my gosh, what else did we do? Um, uh, we made like the like the ideal retreat attendees. Yeah, we kind of outlined kinda, their traits and attributes and, and desires. Um, we brainstormed, we came up with questions for an application based on that. And we also kind of came up with a mission statement slash branding and approach 
um, to all of that. So the only thing we didn't really do yesterday that was on our list was the photo shoot. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of all that, we were very tired. <laughs> mm-hmm. We uh, Thinking makes me tired and hungry. Um, yeah, and then we went to get... We went to Kristen City Ponder uh-huh, which to get is some a, oil, and that was just, like, such a fucking time. I don't know. Yeah, there. being in that space is, like, really intense. Um, there's a lot of energy. It's very powerful in there, and some very strange synchronicities happened um, in the, like, 20 minutes we were inside that shop. Yeah, we were just like, okay. All right, being psychic's disgusting. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Um, and then we went home, and we took a nap. <laughs> We took yeah. a, I took a nap that like fucked me up. I didn't, I got, you know, like when you wake up and it's after six o'clock and you're like, oh no, what have I done? It was a piece of shit. Yeah. Oh, great. I've, I've woken up from a nap within a few hours of bedtime. This is a terrible scenario. Yeah. And then we ended up channeling, but it really like, nothing yeah, really came through. It, I mean, we kind of had a clue when we pulled cards um during our brainstorming session that the channeling that we were going to do was actually not going to be have anything to do with the retreat Um, and that that wasn't what that was for I think it was um energetic hygiene yeah what it seemed like yeah it seemed and it was about our focus and making sure that we as people are prepared to be good planners and good hosts and not so much about logistics or attendees or Mm. content um Mm. So what can we share? Um, let's say let's share the name. Yeah, um, we are very excited to announce um, your invitation to the Apocalypse Magic Slumber Party. Yeah, baby. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, we just like as soon as we kind of said that out loud, it just really clicked. Um, and because that's also like the vibe that we want it to feel. Yeah. Um, because they kind of like the idea is that it's like we're humorous and dark at the same time yeah. and everything's a really big deal and not a big deal at yeah. all. Yeah. It's um, a romp, but also mm-hmm. the stakes are high. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's like it's like an episode of Scooby Doo. Yeah. <laughs> There's lots of hijinks, but also you're trying to solve a murder? Yeah. Rut row. Um uh, or at the very least, some intense property damage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of the vibe we're going for. Um, very excited. Uh, do we want to share the dates? Yeah. Uh, we are going to be uh, hosting this October 26th through the 29th of 2023. So right, like right before Halloween. Right before Halloween, which will give folks an opportunity to be in New Orleans for halloween weekend and extend their trip to stay on halloween if they so choose mm-hmm. it just seemed to be we fully thought that a, a different weekend would be better but in terms of like pricing and availability and mm-hmm. everything going on actually the halloween weekend turned out to be just makes more sense yeah which i mean halloween is my favorite time to be in new orleans like it really if you've never been here for halloween it really i mean it's this i feel like new orleans full-time job is costumes yeah so so you really yeah you get people at their at their most show off and it's really funny because people really like role play their costumes too and it's like a whole 
It's like a whole event. Yeah, there's a commitment to the bit. Yeah, so we are going to be launching our pre-sale. Um, I think by the time this comes out, no, 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 no. next Monday, next Monday. So this the seventeenth, the seventeenth, we'll have our pre-sale. We'll do our pre-sale for a couple weeks, and then August first, normal prices come out. And then also wanted to note that it was um important to us that like everybody has their own room in their own space so there's not going to be any like shared rooms or anything like that Um, yeah we really want to cultivate a slumber party vibe that is it's kind of like sleepaway camp right like it's like have i been here for two days or eight years i don't know but we also recognize that the work that we're going to be doing um it's really valuable that we give people their own spaces to Mm. decompress to have some place mm. to retreat to, you know, mm. these are there's a lot of energy being packed into four days, and we got tired just planning it. So, yeah. um, being able to like uh, have literal and energetic space for people, um, yeah, is because important. New Orleans is a lot of energy in general, which um, I'm like really excited and like proud to host it here because it's just. It has such a way of like, I don't want to say vetting people, but it's just like you're either here for it or not. And so like I would say if you are thinking about coming to the retreat, like you'll know. Um, I really think like the energy that we're putting out there for this, like you'll know. It'll make sense for you or it won't. We have a discount code that is available to you in your dreams. Yep. Or in your visions yep. so um we're we're trying out a new marketing technique called astral marketing uh-huh. um, <laughs> so if you feel like you know the discount code you can try it when yeah you can try it and we'll let you know if uh, yeah dm close. us and we'll let you know honestly even if you get close you're gonna get a discount um because i'm in, i mean it's very yeah Adam's very amused by this so i'm because of what had happened at the at the uh, botanica pretty much i bought some oils for my friend and we were in the sauna together and she looked at my leg and she saw a vision of an easter island head i was like that's very particular and then we go in and the guy buys has a tattoo one tattoo of an easter island head yeah so i don't know i think they're doing astral marketing for yeah um, like oh wow that's wild it's definitely yeah. not something that everybody comments. yeah so weird uh you're not the first person to say that to me today it's actually how you know we yeah. just signal he actually did say that uh tattoos uh other people's tattoos come to him as synchronicities and visions and messages a lot so yeah interesting yeah but then like the oil my friend picked out it's actually the same set that Keelene got he was yeah. like, yeah, these are meant to go together. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. So, and then it was even, it gets deeper, but it's not my yeah, story that's to not, tell. That's also not not what this podcast is about. Yeah. Um, you can go to Crescent, maybe we'll do a, a, a field trip to Crescent City Conjure as one of the optional retreat outings. It's fun. It, uh, it's right by my old apartment. Um, I used to live, like, at, on the balcony, like, across from it, and it used to just be a pizza shop. And I would just, like, that's how the windows opened was through there. And then um, it turned into, like, a hoodoo shop. And I just really, really connect with it um, in a way I don't think I've really, like, connect with the place before. Yeah. Um, so I really. I don't know. You like you like the one by my house, too. 
Macumba. Macumba. I haven't been the there chaos in a botanica. While. Yeah, I don't know. After the 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 curse, you weren't even there for that. I mean, yeah, you were obsessed with that place for a minute. Yeah, it was cool. It is cool. I just haven't gone back because I'm just fleeting. I'm fleeting. Yeah. Well, I found this. Yeah. Anyway, I found some stuff that I like, and I'm sticking. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. So we are so excited to host you for the Apocalypse of Magic slumber party. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be doing all things magic, intuition, divinity, somatic work, diving into your business, how to integrate these kind of practices into your business, and really just create a truly magical business. Because we've tried to like kind of go into that side, but there's only so much the podcast will let us say until like it glitches right so um it's also come up in channeling like people together very much like sleeping together too like in the same space and creating this like energetic bubble um really excited so we're happy it's gonna be great happy to see you there yeah Right. Yeah. So stay tuned. Um, we'll be sending some more info. We'll have an application. We're going to be very annoying about this. Yeah. Well, like we're not annoying already. Um, so yeah, keep on the lookout next week, Monday, more details and yeah. Have a gay day. Have a gay day.